Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. Self-reliance is one of the greatest hindrances to us following God's will and seeing it come to pass in our life. I knew that God was speaking to me about, you know, that even though it doesn't look like it's possible for us to do it, that maybe God has some other plans. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our broadcast of the Gospel Truth. Today, I'm continuing to teach on how to find, follow, and fulfill God's will. I've got a book on this, and uh, this is my fourth teaching this week on it. And I tell you, this is one of my favorite things to teach on because this is what the Lord used to totally change my life. I was going nowhere in a hurry. And I had an encounter with the Lord March the 23rd, 1968. As a matter of fact, I just wrote a little uh, 25 page pamphlet about this. And entitled My Appointment with God. My Appointment with God. But when I was seeking God, what is your purpose for my life? That's what jump started my entire life. And I think it's the same with most people. People uh, honestly don't have this concept that God created them with the purpose. And so they're shooting at nothing and hitting it every single time. You have to have a revelation of what God's purpose for your life is. And you have to pursue it. If you don't pursue it, it won't happen accidentally. So anyway, we've already covered a lot of material. Yesterday, I got to uh, Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. Let me just go back through those verses again and then, and then begin to break them down for you. But Romans 12, 1 says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your body a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And verse 2 says, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. 
Orinyo lukwi neruga manti. Sote mufu ananjizi wange mirembe jino. Nemu chusi wenga. Oroku fula mageziga muamaja. Murioke muke menga. Bwebidi. Katuonda vya yagala. Ebirunji. Ebisanyisa. Ebitufu. And like I was saying on our program yesterday, I was wanting to know, God, what is your will? And it says you do these things, you prove, make manifest to the physical senses what is the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. Irenga we never lazimu program yanga yaguru. Nti nalinjaya na kumanyo kwa gala kwa katona. Nebu sume nyirizino zikula ganti kastona te kola binu nyirino chedutegeza. Ujakubu subulu kakasa. Uberengu subulu kulabisa. Ebirunji, ebisanyusa, erebitufu. And when I saw that, it just became like this was my answer. Irebu nalaba chinu. Nalinga gambanti chino chemba denonya chechali echo kudamu ili sala yangi. All I had to do was fulfill Romans 12, 1 and 2. Chokache na ino kola kwa likutu ukiliza balume kuminabidoro nyiri noroko bili. And then God's good, acceptable and perfect will would automatically come to pass. Kakati ya wakwagala kwa katunda okulunji okutu ukilide edo kusanyisa kuliokekula visibwe. So I started studying this and for four months I just started going through God uh, what is a living sacrifice? And there's so many things that the Lord showed me. These have been kind of like the very first scriptures I got supernatural revelation on. And I've been meditating on them for 53 years. So I can't share everything with you, but number one, the Lord showed me it's by the mercies of God. I beseech you by the mercies of God. Some people think that if you surrender to God and follow His will, He's going to send you to do something that you just absolutely hate. And that is not true if you are committed to God. Now, if you aren't committed to God and your goal is to, you know, uh, do something that's totally ungodly, well, then yes, it, it might be that God's will may be 180 degrees opposite of what you're doing. But here's the good news. Psalms chapter 37 verse 4 says, You delight yourself in the Lord and He will give you the desires of your heart. That doesn't mean He'll just give you anything you want. It means that when you delight in the Lord, when you put Him first place in your life, God will put His desires in your heart. 
akwagaze byayagala This is huge and I will be ministering on this in more detail as we get further into this series Kino kinene nyo erangenda kuongera maseyo okuchikunnyonyola obirengo sobola okuchitegera But one of the ways that you follow the leading of God in your life Eremu kuongeri josubulu kugubiriramu okulunga miziwa kwa katonda mutimago. Is to first of all make sure that you're delighting yourself in the Lord. Ejisokira dala oyino kubanga wenyumirizamu katonda. This won't work if you are out there not seeking God and you're indulging all of your own uh, desires. Tebeja kukolera bubanga golieyo okola bibyo byoyagala kola amaso goto gatunuliza katonda. But if you have really made yourself a living sacrifice. Neyobulembu bubanga obufude sadake namu. And committed to God. Ngawewa deeri katonda. Then he will put his desires in your heart. Kakati ya ukatona newa jo kusinzira akwatebi ayagala abiteke motemago. And so that's one of the ways that you follow his guidance. Eyemukungeri jogo biremu okulunga mezibo okulunga mya kwa katonda. Like when I started our Bible college. Iranga bula bu ingiriji natalika mu Bible college yafe. I had asked a people had asked me numerous times. Umanyaba tubanji bali bansaba emulundi sigumu to start a Bible college and I didn't want to. Bansaba ntandike Bible college nenga ze mutima sagala. And then all of a sudden in 1993 it was the Lord just spoke to me and told me how to uh, do it in a different way. And all of a sudden, I had such a desire to start a Bible college. That it was radical. It shocked me. Actually, how much my heart changed. And so I began to pray and say, God, is this you? And just the fact that my heart changed from not wanting a Bible school to wanting one with everything I had. Was one of the indications that it was God. Same thing happened with going on television. I knew someday I'd be on television, but uh, television is really expensive. We spend about uh, 1.5 million dollars a month. On television bills, and that's not including producing the programs. And all of the staff and and everything else. That's just air time. And it's expensive. And I knew that television could totally destroy the ministry. It wasn't God. So I had seen it in my future, but I really wasn't excited about it. 
chete chinsanyusa nalisi mwetegefugenda i wasn't excited about paying for television sali msanyifu nyo kusonga yokusasulia tv and then all of a sudden in 1999 i mean god just turned my heart on a dime mumwaka gwalukumi murenda chenda mwenda katonda yachuso mutima gwange I sat down and designed this set. I knew exactly what it was going to look like. Natula wansi, nenkwatulu papula, nikalamu, nenkube bifana nyingabwe nalinjagalo kufana na ku TV. And I mean I was so excited about going on television. That's one of the ways that God leads you. Tandiko kusanyuka nganesunze dirwe ntandiko kubera ku TV. Era bwato katonda bwatu lungamya. So I'm saying these things to say that by the mercies of God. The Lord is asking you to become a living sacrifice. Because when you yield to God, He will put His desires in your heart. And I promise you, you will love what God leads you to do. You know, I'm thinking right now about a lady, Dottie Hayman. And she's from West Virginia. Her family was given a mountain in West Virginia. West Virginia. By the Indians back in the 1600s, and her family has lived on that mountain ever since. Bawa family yomchalono ulsozirulamba irokuvolodo baba denga baba irangako. And uh, Dotty saw me on television. Omuchalo nugobaita Dotty yanda ba kutelefaina. And she decided to come to school the first time. And I mean, most of you think I'm really country. Omuchalo nina nasarawo aje mubaibo college. Omanyaba mukume mulozandi wachalo. Dotty makes me look posh. Kakati bomola ba Dotty ate ye andabi kirokubanga nzate ndi wachivuga nyo ye unachalo nyo. <laughs> this woman used to take a gun and a knife and be gone for two or three days. Isn't that the way she fed her family? She'd go out and hunt and get all of this food. And anyway, Dottie, the first time she said she ever left her holler was to drive from West Virginia to come to Bible College. And she graduated and on her missions trip, she went to Kenya. Erebo yamala oku oku graduating ambayo college yafu. Tuamuse ni commission trip Kenya. And when she was in Kenya, God told her that she was supposed to go back. Erebo yabo yafu mission trip enu nga e e e Kenya. Katunda yamuga mama motima gwenti yino okudayo. And all of a sudden, she fell in love with Kenyans. Erebo kaseira ako katunda na muletiro kuagala Kenya. Exactly what I'm talking about. That God puts his desires in your heart. And Dottie went to Kenya. She left everything she had here. 
Naleke bintu binabina byayine no mu America. Moved to Kenya had $500. Byagende de Kenya yaina kumpi dola bitano kuye. Turned out that the guy who was going to set her up when she got to Nairobi. Nayate chala bikanti byatuka mugwanga lya Kenya mu kibuga ke Nairobi. Omusaji yali amulinze ku kisawe. Wound up to be a crook. He took 400 of her $500. Ato omusaji ono namufera dola bina. She had $100 left. And she went to Bogoma. And she just started ministering to people. Well, and now I forget the exact time, but it's been 12 or 15 years. She has never come home. She now owns a house there. She has adopted, I think it's 12, 15 kids. She feeds hundreds of widows. The AIDS has made a lot of ladies widows over there. And she takes care of and feeds them and she is just the happiest person and she says she is the happiest person on the face of the planet. Now many people see think well if I surrender to God God's going to do something like that and send you to Kenyan. All these things but he put that desire in her heart she loves it. She said she's the most blessed woman on the planet. See, by the mercies of God, I'm trying to beseech you just like Paul. That God's plans for your life are better than your plans. Some of you right now, if you'd be honest, how are your plans working out? Some of you are miserable. And you may have money and you may be okay. And you may be making it on the outside. Look okay, but you know in your heart that there's just more. You come home from work and think, is this all that there is? You get up, go to work, come home, watch television, go to bed, get up and do it all over again. I'm telling you, God made you for something more than that. When you get up in the morning, you ought to have an excitement about your life. Knowing that God created you for a purpose. And that God has a great plan for you.
So by the mercies of God, I'm telling you, it's for your own benefit. You need to present your bodies a living sacrifice. Boy, it, it didn't just say present your bodies a sacrifice. It, it says you have to present your bodies a living sacrifice. The problem with a living sacrifice is it keeps crawling off the altar. What this means is it's not a one-time deal. There may be a, a starting place where you come to a place and say, God, I've never really submitted my life totally to you. And so today I want to do that. And you may have to start, but then it has to be a living commitment. It's something that you live the rest of your life. And this is what happened to me. I won't go into the whole story. But I had been praying, God, what is a living sacrifice? Make me one of those. And the Lord showed up on March the 23rd, 1968. And I won't go into the whole story. But I had become a religious Pharisee trusting in my own goodness. Thinking that because I didn't dip or cuss or chew or go with those that do, that God, God would use me and bless me. And so I was really trusting in my goodness and it's a long story, but God showed up. I mean, the glory of God came into this prayer meeting. That and I was having with some of the leaders of the church. And my best friends. That's what we did on a Saturday night was to meet together and pray. And anyway, it's, it, I won't go into the whole thing, but God showed up. And I saw the glory of God and compared to the righteousness and the glory of God. All of my righteousness was like filthy rags. And it, it was just a revelation. 
Nobody told me this. It wasn't something I learned. I saw myself as a religious hypocrite. And I humbled myself and I repented and I prayed and asked God to forgive me. And I, I hadn't done outwardly all of the things that other people had done. But Jesus said that if you lust in your heart, then you're guilty of adultery. And if you hate a person without a cause, then you're guilty of murder. And so I hadn't physically done those things. But I had lusted and I hated people in my heart. So I started confessing it out loud in front of the leaders of the church. And all my friends, and I was naming names. I was naming the people that I'd lusted after. Whatever reputation I had, I ruined it. And after about an hour and a half, I was just in tears. Uh, I didn't have anything else to say, anything else to give. And I was just waiting to see how God would respond. And instead of punishment, and rejection the way that I anticipated, I mean the supernatural love of God just came over me. And God... Revealed his love to me. And it, I don't know how to express that, but I could feel it, but I understood it. It was just a revelation. I knew that God loved me. And for the first time in my life, I knew it had absolutely nothing to do with my goodness. Because for the first time, I'd realized I was a hypocrite. I realized I was a Pharisee. And I had confessed it. And it wasn't when I was at my best. It was when I was at my worst. That I experience this love of God. And it was wonderful. But see, that's what started 
my living sacrifice. Umani chali chirunji nyo, irecho cha nyini nyini chechata andika obulamu buangebunu, ubukube ila sadaka inamu. I literally laid myself on the altar. Mukasera ako, chivangabu ugamanti, neteka kuorutari. And the fire of God just fell and consumed my life. Nengamba katunda. And I've never been the same. It transformed me. And notice also in this first verse, it says that this is your reasonable service. Some people think that this is only for you preachers. This is only for you that are full-time clergy. No, this is for Joe Blow, Jane Doe, Christian. This is for everybody. It's just our reasonable service. If Jesus died for us, the very least we could do is just surrender ourselves and give ourselves totally to him. And again, I say that by doing that, it's, it's because of the mercies of God when you surrender to God's purposes. God's plans for your life are better than your plans. I can guarantee you that. You know, I could literally spend days telling you about my background and I had nothing going for me. I was never the best at anything. I've never been the best at anything. Thing, if I was God, I wouldn't have chosen me. And yet, because I became a living sacrifice, God has done things in my life. That I can guarantee you are way beyond me. There is just no way to explain. My life in this Bible college and the ministry and the things that God is doing outside of God. God has treated me better than I could have ever treated myself. God has provided for me. You know, I drive a pickup that's... Uh, I don't know. I think the sticker price was $69,000. It is a fancy, fancy pickup, but it was given to me. And you know what? I just had another one. Given to me. I hadn't even gotten it yet. I 
I'M NOT SAYING THAT TO BRAG ON ME. I'M BRAGGING ON GOD AND SAYING THAT WHEN YOU YIELD YOURSELF, GOD WILL TAKE CARE OF YOU BETTER ACCIDENTALLY THAN YOU HAVE EVER TAKEN CARE OF YOURSELF ON PURPOSE BEFORE. BINO SEGEZAKO KUBYOGERA KUBANGA NENYU MIRIZA NECHINO CHENGEZAKO KUGAMBA NDIKA STAWE WAYERI KATONDA KATONDA JAKULA BIRIDA BULUNJI this is for everybody. This is just our reasonable service. This isn't something that's exceptional. I think that the average Christian basically has prayed and asked God to forgive them of their sins take care of eternity so that you'll go to heaven instead of hell. And then you want to glorify God to a degree down here on this, on this planet before we go to heaven. But most Christians really feel like that their life is pretty much their own. And they do their own thing and they only call out to God when they get in trouble. They ask God to bless what they have done. But I'm telling you, you can live in a way that you just literally give your life back to God. And say, God, you created me with a purpose. Those verses I've used out of James, uh, Jeremiah chapter 1, that before you were formed in the womb, God had already created you. Psalms 139, he had written all of your days in a book. And if you just commit yourself and say, God, I don't, want to run my life. I'm not smart enough to run my life. I want you to have control of me. I give you everything I've got. And if you would do that, God will take your life and he will make something out of it that is infinitely better than what you could have done. I just had somebody this last week ask me, what would you have done differently if you could go back? And and stuff. And, and you know, there's things I certainly would have done differently. Hindsight's always 2020. So I'd have done things differently. But you know what? I wouldn't want to go back. I I don't want to go back and relive a single thing. Because I could have done it much worse than I did. Things have turned out better 
Then I could have dreamed. God has blessed me. Transform me. I've got some people right here in the studio today that were just over a little break telling me about how their life has been changed. And healed and things are happening. There's no way I could do that. I would have never met these people. God has blessed me. God has done things. And I'm telling you, God wants to do this with you. The majority of you watching this program are getting only what you can accomplish. You're doing things by your own strength. By your own power. You know, I had an employee that we just had a picnic for our employees. Uh, celebrating the 43rd anniversary of incorporating Andromach Ministries. And I was visiting with this lady at the picnic. And anyway, she said that she came to school for the first year because they had that much money in their savings. And so they figured that they could do it and she was just going to do one year. And I, I, after the first year, I think it was Arizona or someplace. She went back home. And she says, I just don't have the money for the second year. And she was longing to come back so much that her husband and uh, they talked about it and they said, let's go ahead and go anyway. And they didn't have any money. And to pay for not only the tuition but all the living expenses. And everything else. And so, but she just felt like it's what God wanted her to do. So she prayed. And I mean, the first day. Back here, somebody came up and paid her entire year's tuition. She says nobody has ever given her any money anywhere, much less thousands of dollars. And she was just over the moon excited. And I was telling her, I said, see, this is 
This is what God's want to draw you to. Nengeza kumugama chichino katunda chari yageza kukulabanga kusikubirengo tegeira. Most people only do what they can do. Abantu abasinga bakola echo chepaso ulo kukula. What their savings allow them to do. Mubusobo zibuabwe. And they make decisions based on only those things. But I'm telling you, God is alive and He's supernatural, and God can do things through you that are way beyond your ability. Way beyond what your bank account will allow. But you've got to pursue it. And this is what these verses are saying. You have to become a living sacrifice. So that instead of saying, God, I know this is what you want me to do. But I don't have the money. How could I do it? And so you reject. What you feel God is calling you to do because you don't have the money. You know, it's decades ago. I passed this place where I never sit down and determine what God wants me to do. By how much money I have. If I'd have done that, I'd have never done anything I've done lately. If God tells me to do it, I'll move in that direction. Now, I don't ignore natural things. I'm aware it takes money. Like it takes money to pay our television bill. And all of the things that we do. I'm aware of that. I'm a good steward of money, but I don't discern what God's will is. Based on whether I can accomplish it in my own strength. I only determine, God, is this what you want me to do? And if he tells me to do it, well, then I will do it. Now, how I do it, when I do it, may be things up for debate, but not if I'm going to do it. You need to get to where you just find out what God's will for your life is. And once you determine that, and you surrender to it. It has to be a living sacrifice. It has to be a commitment that's made over and over and over every day. It's not a one-time deal.
But once you make that decision and start living it out on a daily basis, I guarantee you God will move heaven and earth to get his will accomplished through you. It says in Second Chronicles chapter 16 verse 9 that the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth seeking to show himself strong in behalf of those who are perfect in his sight. God is looking for somebody. We've got people watching this program all over the world. All over the world. There's no place on this planet that we don't have people watching this program. Regardless of where you are, God is right there looking and saying, Is somebody going to accept this word? Then Andrew's saying, Will somebody make themselves a sacrifice? And say, God, don't look any further. Here I am. God would pass over everybody else in the world to get to you. I don't care where you are. If that was your real heart cry. I guarantee you, it would come to pass. And that's what the scripture says. He's looking right now. And the right response would be to say, God, don't look any further. Here am I. I want to know you. I want to know your will for my life. And I want to yield to you. And if you will make that decision, God will move in your life. I really believe that God's speaking to a lot of people right now. But God is touching people all over the world. And you know, we've got multiple phone centers in India and uh, England and different places. But They'll put the one in your local area. But you could call, and there's somebody that would pray with you right now. 
you can get these materials that we're offering. Eroso kulo kujene ku bookshop ya fewano ku Pakroyo Mall ku Buganda Road nofuna ebitabo bine byogera ku kunonyo kwagala kwa katonda. But the Holy Spirit can minister directly to you. Nengu kakasa neyo joli muchalo umuyo mtukirivu kakati alimukuweleza joli. Right now I'm just praying that you would open up your heart. It is so was nondi mukusaba anti ogulewo mutima go. And if you're saying in your heart that God I know there's more than what I'm experiencing. And I want to know you. And I want to know your purpose. I'm tired of doing my own thing. I believe that your plans for me are better than my plans for myself. And so I make myself a living sacrifice. I'm, I want you to crawl up on the altar right now. Just make yourself a sacrifice. And say, God, here I am. I need your will. I need your power. And to come and ignite me. Light a fire on the inside of me. I guarantee you it happened to me and it can happen to you. So I just agree with you right now and believe that God is speaking to you. And that this is going to change your life. From this day on. You need to write this date down. As the day that you had a supernatural encounter with the Lord. Webale kuliza program ya fe ya Gospel Truth ne and Womack. Nzikiriza nti oweredwa omukisa. Obango lino bujulizi, obango lino kwebuza kona. Sina chindi nga weta go muntu yena okusaba nawe ku nsonga yona. Tukubira ku simu eno wa manga 0200-330-000. Ngambie 0200-330-000. Oba tuchalire ku makaga fe agasangwa ku Parkway Mall. Omairo kwa mukaga kubuganda road. Echizimbe echili okulinana watoto church oba senana supermarket. Owele duanyo omukisa. Eliba patanaziba Andromac Ministries mu Uganda. Tuweba zanyo njini dara okubanga mimiya na fe mubi ensimbi. Nemutu sopoze sokubuli renjiri ene ya mazima monsiyo na. Echa mazima kuramwe enjiri ene ya mazima etuka eri omubili kwa kristu gona. Tuogere omukiseri obulamu bwamwe eri ya makaga mwe nekula kurana eyo mugundu.